Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beyond the Mat podcast, hosted by Emmanuel Clauser and Jared Rowan. A space for you to transcend your yoga beyond your mat and into your life. Hello, guys. Happy Thursday. Hey, guys. Welcome back. I was just talking to Jared and who else feels like the first week of January has, has been, been lasting yeah. forever. Forever and ever. Like, it's just... Mm. I looked at him and was like, there's no way I just came back from Canada mm-hmm. seven days ago. Yeah, 2022 is coming in like a wrecking ball. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. Um, we got snow in Ocean City. Yes. We got, what, like five to six inches, I would say, or a little less. I'm bad at math. Uh, yeah, about like yeah. yeah, I would say about five. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was so pretty. We never get snow, so it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it like froze time. Yes. We- <laughs> I feel like I've been frozen in time. So um, we are a little slow to the start this evening, but that's all good. I mean, it's evening for us. I don't know when you're mm-hmm. listening to this, but and what we wanted to to talk about, because we kind of spoke two weeks ago about the creation equation, Mm -hmm. which led us to establish our goals and how we get to chase them. And last week we talked about routines and patterns and how to establish them to create new habits. And today we're going to talk about discipline, because if we really think about it, if you have a goal and you start to implement a new routine in wanting to create a new habit, you have to be pretty disciplined and implement that over a period of time for it to produce results for you, wouldn't you say? Yeah, there has to be a a sense of drive, I would say, follow through, um, consistency, Mm -hmm. which I think is kind of discipline. And then if you look at it like on the in the yoga room, it would clearly be that discipline is showing up. And, you know, hopefully I think the one thing I always say in class is, you didn't come here not to change. Like we're all definitely wanting acceptance, which is nice. And that's why we come too. but you come here because you want to change and discipline and to change. I mean, you have to have discipline. Yes. If you want to get, and it's so metaphorical, but if you want to get to a split, you have to do a bunch of splits and regularly come to practice. And that's like the same thing in life. If you want to get really good at something, you have to commit to it. To do it over and over and over again. Right. Until you become, you know, a master. A master. You know. <laughs> um, no, but I think that, that it's so relatable just to the practice. Like, that's how we progress the poses. That's how you progress yourself. You know, even breath work. I mean, there's so much discipline that yoga, I think, involves. Like, the, you know, in the room. It, absolutely. Right. And it can show up, like you said, in different ways. It's like... It doesn't have to be a goal that's physical, but maybe you're very disciplined, like you said, with your breath and Mm -hmm. you're working to link each breath with each movement. Mm -hmm. And that's your discipline or you're really trying to give yourself the gift of that hour and focus in and try to be undistracted or catch yourself being distracted and practice taking yourself back. So it could be discipline in the physical practice because I think that's the easiest way to relate to it. Yeah. And as you do that over time, you can apply that same kind of discipline to other areas of the practice mm-hmm. and it becomes more familiar. Right. 
than starting with those boring mm. concepts and applying discipline to them. The body is something that we're pretty, yeah, pretty keen to work on. And I think the the physical asana allows for a gateway into developing discipline to transcend outside of the room. So I think that showing up to a yoga class regularly. Um, shows up in other areas of your life in terms of showing up. So, you know, one thing I love that one of my teachers um, said was that how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that speaks to, like, if you're committed to coming to two classes a week, probably if you stick with that, it's going to allow you to develop discipline to then be better at your job or eat healthier or have the willpower to, you know, end a relationship you may need to like, like there's discipline to do. Does that make sense? Yes. Other areas. And I think if you set out a goal, like attending two classes a week Mm -hmm. and you do practice discipline and you achieve that, it's rewarding too. you have that kind of feeling. I can do this so I can probably, I don't know, eat, salads for lunch every day if that you know i'm just making things up but you will feel like oh i did something new and Mm. i stuck to it i feel great so i can shift it and bring that to another area of my life that may be off the mat um in the yoga realm if we think about the eight limbs of yoga we have the yamas and the niyamas Mm. and one of the niyamas is tapas, tapas which is um, so tapas is self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me a minute, like you were I feel like, like, me. Yeah. I'm like, like calculating the limbs and I'm like, wait, is that a yama or niyama? And she was right, you know, and isn't it funny? <laughs> but yes, we have to ask ourselves. Um, but yes, it's self-discipline and it's, fi- it literally translates in- into fire and you've probably been in some yoga room where they're like, we're going to build tapas, you know, yes. or, um, I think it's also small plate. It means small plates in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. That's where my mind goes. So if you're not a yoga practitioner, we are not talking about Spanish food. (laughs) No, we're talking about self-discipline. Yeah. Um, So it's one of the self-observances, right? Like personal observances that that it's basically the eight limbs and and specifically tapas is saying if you participate in tapas, then you will most likely lead a a quote-unquote better life or, you know, towards enlightenment or... Yeah, and the concept of those eight limbs is typically they're meant to be practiced in order. Mm -hmm. So the first limb is social observances, and there's five of them, and then the second one is things that you should do for yourself, and self-discipline is part of that, and it actually comes before the third limb, which is physical practice. Mm -hmm. And so... Which I think because it's saying you need discipline to do a physical physical practice. practice. That's what I was saying. It's pretty interesting that it comes that way because it kind of is a given that it should be acquired before you get going on the physical Mm -hmm. journey. If you want to see results. It's just like anything else. Um, And that's the difference, I think, between doing yoga and living yoga. Yeah. Right? Like so many Westerners go to an exercise class. How many Westerners are practicing the yamas and niyamas? Probably not as many. I don't know. Even when we started mm-hmm. our teacher training, the first weekend, I I always hand out a feedback form and people were like, I didn't know that there was more to yoga than just like warrior oh, ones and warrior yeah. twos. Because if they don't They're encounter to it, they yeah, don't know. a teacher like, that talks about it, they won't, they won't really know. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. That was. Um, so 
is there a way for you through your years of, of practice that you've seen your sense of self-discipline kind of change or grow? So I would say in terms of growing, I think self-discipline had a, it, it had a lot to do with kind of two components. A, like what was going on in my life at the time. Mm -hmm. I think life circumstances and the context you're in in your life sometimes plays into how much will you have to be disciplined. Like when I was having harder times in my life, initially I was less disciplined. But then it's so funny because also during those times, the discipline is kind of like a healthy coping skill. I like, and that speaks to the other piece was like, how did I grow was like little chunks at a time. So I think self-discipline, and I think we spoke about this last week in the habits and routines, is bite off small bits mm -hmm. um, to chew on a little bit. So instead of like, I'm going to run a marathon, maybe you go to the gym and walk on the treadmill. And like, that's the, the discipline is kind of showing up. So personally, for me, I think context plays a role and then the perspective. So like, okay, I have a, a large lofty goal, but let me break it down into smaller chunks first and commit to something. Um, does that answer your question? Yeah, I've, yeah, totally. And what I was going to share was that for me, what I found is almost what you said, like the context of your life, I found that I had to apply discipline to different aspects of myself. And... It called for sometimes, and that was one of the, my first class when I came back from Germany, the Dharma was a discipline in softness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need a discipline in being still. It doesn't always have to be associated with movement or the mm -hmm. body, but depending on where you're at in your life and um, the circumstances that you're in, you may need something different. And it's a shift because if I'm being super disciplined and going to yoga three times a week and that's right. where I build tapas, mm -hmm. all of a sudden I realize that I need to actually keep that but include something else. Mm -hmm. It's just playing around with it. Right, right. Um, and it, it's it's definitely like how do you – the question then becomes like how do you build a, a practice of discipline? I think yeah. that's a good question. Um I think you have to figure out, first of all, and we've been talking about this all month, but like what goal do you have in mind or what's your intention? Mm -hmm. Like what do you want to quote unquote add or subtract from your life? Um, and then it's, I always like coming up with a game plan. I feel like that feel like if it's putting it down on paper, if it's doing a vision board, if it's, which is like, you know, getting magazines and cutting out things that speak to you to build your your goals, whatever it may be. Um, I think like like once you know the goal, develop a plan and then I would say go bit by bit. Yeah. With with like increasing your discipline and, and it's it's just showing up initially and, and having the, like having the intention of following it through even if it's only five feet. And it's yeah. not the whole whatever football field. Right? No yeah I It really makes sense. And it's, I think in that is what we, again, we've been saying all month long is starting small mm -hmm. so that you can feel a sense of accomplishment and feel motivated. 
true story. Mm-hmm. When I retired from swimming, the first thing that I did is register for a marathon. I'd never ran. Oh like I never went jogging a bless day your, in my heart. life. Did I run that marathon? You didn't. I did you? not. Right. Because that I felt like, okay, I'm going to set this big mm. lofty goal for myself and I paid the fee and all that stuff. <laughs> like but uh, it actually almost sets you up to not do it. Yeah. When you and we speak about this in the yoga trainings, um, I think it's it's in the part of the niyamas, I believe, about like competency and like not going out of your realm. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like go out of a yoga teacher training normally and open a studio and have hundreds upon hundreds come. Why don't you practice a little bit first? So like. Yeah. You know, run them, like you said, oh, there's the big goal, but the likeliness of you achieving that isn't as likely as if you start and build it over time because you need the discipline to get to that point. Yeah. And I didn't know better. And Mm -hmm. then what it ended up doing was scaring me because time kept passing. I didn't really know where to start. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing anything. So then it became more of a stressor than anything else. It serves me nothing. That also... um, like makes me think of and I, I don't know if boys do that maybe mm. they do but girls can like hold on to a pair of pants that you had when you were like 13 and be like this is the goal which is right. so can be so mm. triggering and so oh hard God, so triggering. i think men relate to that too a little bit i mean we're 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 not as uh, luckily we haven't been exposed to as much toxicity i really feel bad for uh, you know females um in the public you know and the expectation but now i mean look at look at instagram it's like everybody has a six pack everybody i mean it's like nobody has their shirt on i'm like why why where'd all the shirts go <laughs> <You know? laughs> but no so i think you know we hang on to things too and like which is super unhealthy and triggering yeah and that's not helping you because Mm-mm. it might be if you had these pants when you were 13 and like me, you are 31, I'm not going to fit those pants. Right. It's just kind of like signing up for a marathon and never having gone for a jog. Right. And it will create that same sense of like being a failure or not achieving mm-hmm. that. And it's not going to make me want to step up to the plate mm-hmm. and take action. It's actually going to have the opposite effect. So I think that that's important to mention and how because we keep saying start small start small like i'm number one example Mm. i have gone the complete opposite way and found that it didn't work for me and that's why we are suggesting that as as you um do your practice of discipline and i think discipline can sound like a little bit of a stern or (laughs) a strong word like parental it's like you did something wrong it does have a harsh context to it doesn't have to. Yeah. And I have, I've been talking about these cards that I use, the yogic path mm-hmm. cards. And one of the cards is tapas. It's discipline. And it said, instead of seeing discipline as something that's so like strict, mm-hmm. why instead don't you see it as showing up for your higher self? Oh, I love that. Um, what do you think that means though? Like in a deeper way, like showing up for your higher self? Well, instead of punishing yourself you know because like discipline means rigorous or like like stern or strict to me it doesn't have to mean that because the meaning of it will be fluid for whoever needs to implement it Mm -hmm. so jared might need to move more that might be where he needs discipline i might need to move less and 
it doesn't have to be rigid or it doesn't have to be something that is, I don't know. I love that because I think what you spoke to earlier is like it evolves over time, the practice of discipline. So it looks one way, one part of your life. And this even speaks to like fitting into your 13 size jeans. You're evolving. You're not supposed to fit into them anymore. Yeah. You know, like you're in and with you, your, your practice of discipline evolves. So you need different things at different points in your life, right? Like when I was overweight and not you know, just feeling heavy, I needed more movement. Now I move a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I do a lot. I probably need less, you know, I need, and I'm working, you know, a, a discipline of like you said, softness or stillness, stillness. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, you know, I told the listeners, I believe last week that my word for the year is nourish or nurture. And I'm really trying to bring, the softer side, not of Sears, but the softer <laughs> side of discipline to my life. And, and because I think you're right, it can have a harsh context. It doesn't have to be, I need to lose weight. I need to eat this way. I need to look this way. Yeah. And also too, when we attribute that harsh context to it, it can make us feel like if we don't follow through, then it's terrible. Right. And being flexible with the ebbs and flows of life. And if your goal is to go to yoga three times a week, I'll revisit that one. And the one week you end up just going twice, okay, go three times the next week. Right. And you know what's a really good point is what you made me think of is like how rewarding um, would the outcome be if you got it the next day? Like, if you didn't put the time and effort into it, like, the process is where you learn Mm -hmm. where the magic happens. I often tell people, like, you're expecting to go from A to Z, but there's 24 other letters in there. And believe it or not, when you experience each letter in the alphabet, you get an experience. You get a point of reference. You get a, you know, so that's discipline. Yeah. And that's where you learn the most. Like, the outcome usually is okay, but it's not what -hmm. you think. And uh, allow me to bring that all back to the yoga mat. Really, the journey to a pose or a shape, when it happens, it's kind of anticlimactic, guys. Yeah. It's just like, But some people are like, look at me, look at me, right? In class, sometimes have you ever had that? Like, I did it. And it's like, that's it. That's it. That's all you get (laughs) is like, like, yes, yes. And then it's. There's nothing else. Your life is the same. You're still... You've nailed scorpion pose. Great. Handstand. Yeah. But all of the experience and the work that you've put forth to accomplish that is where it's at. And it's having the discipline to show up for that even though it may be hard or it Mm -hmm. requires time out of your day. To do that, and I think that's what it is, showing up for your higher self. Because when you go through these experiences, like you said before, you establish points of reference. You go, you learn, you become a better person through taking the steps right. and showing up rather than accomplishing the final outcome. Mm-hmm. Because guess what we tend to do? And that's a very, like, North American thing to do. But mm-hmm. when we achieve one goal, what do we do? Is that another one? Immediately. Yeah, it's almost like when you're on vacation, you plan. It's it's stealing a stay, right? Yeah. It's like you plan for the next vacation. Mm-hmm. How about I enjoy this one? And I, you know, my partner will kill me for this, but that's like we were in London, and it was like when's the next? And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> we don't get to do when's the next trip. 
Like, we're enjoying this, this one. one. Um, so he will laugh when he Oh, hears he's that. sweet. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. We, we constantly do that. What's the next goal? It's like, how about bask in the glory of like What's this? there? Yeah. You know, and enjoy it a little bit because you just put in nine months of work just to be done and set another one. Is that life? I don't, I don't know. No, we got to learn to appreciate. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother episode for you guys. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's really important to be able to recognize. And with the practice of discipline, um, I think some of the time it's it's leaning into a little bit of discomfort, too. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's that's... That's a hard one, though, because I think people uh, people are so accustomed to what they know and what is familiar that they often stick to that because being uncomfortable is n- a new experience. I always, you know, rather than a bad or a painful or I just think it's new. And if you reframe it as like it can get comfortable, you just have to do it a few times. Yeah. It doesn't seem as bad. As uncomfortable, like, ouch, like, this yeah, is sweater's wool. And, you know, <laughs> it itches like, me. Yeah. Like, no, you just got to wear it a few times and, the, and it wears off yeah. an hour. No, that's true. And, again, one of my teachers said, you know, no one goes on an all-inclusive to Cancun and sits by the pool drinking, I don't know, pina coladas <laughs> all day long, hops back in the plane and goes, wow, I grew so much. <laughs> Right, a comfortable little trip. You probably don't grow a whole lot. You don't go there to grow. You yes. go there to rest. Right. Growth happens when you feel a little challenged. And it's, of course, it's a delicate balance right. between too much and not enough. And that's very personal to each individual. Mm. But you do have to be able to lean in a little bit. Right. And you know a good metaphor I, I just thought of, and I love this one, I taught a class on it one time, was what you just said about how, um, kind of, you didn't say the words, but transformation is painful. Mm-hmm. And I often tell a story, and it's it's like scientifically proven, that what the, um, what does a butterfly come from? A caterpillar? Yeah. You know, what the caterpillar has to go through in pushing itself out of the, the cocoon. cocoon is super painful. It actually like detaches either lint, like parts of its body to, to become the butterfly. Oh. And I'm like, that is such a cool moment. Like, like to be that beautiful thing. Yeah. It isn't comfortable to get out of the cocoon. It isn't comfortable to develop a new habit, but the beauty of it, I mean, it's there. I think that's so like such a good way of thinking of it. Yeah. Um, I do like that. And I also mm. love butterflies. Mm. I've been having a big butterfly yeah. year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got this little butterfly necklace for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm 12 years old. They are transformation. Like I know. Beings of transformation. So um, what about like maintaining uh, the discipline? Like, do we want to say anything about how do you, yeah. once you got it, like, is it as simple as just continuing? I would say if we talk about continuing along the journey... Mm-hmm. Expect there to be lows, and kind and not plan because you can't plan right. everything. But expect them to come and greet them. Be like, "Hi, I like that. I was waiting for you. Mm. Here you are." You know, you go on the. I'm just using the same one, but the yoga mm. practice train, and then all of a sudden, it gets to be 
really cold out or it's finals week at school and you're just not wanting to go and you get that negative self-talk going on and all the good stuff that we know. And instead of letting it make you crawl into bed, you go, hmm, I was expecting this, you know? And if you want to give yourself tools for when that happens, um, then you can. You know, I practice that when I start to feel anxiety coming Mm -hmm. and it's it tends to make me unable to be productive, I go to movement Mm -hmm. to just kick it off. So if you feel like you are having, experiencing a moment where it's a little bit harder, give yourself a tool, do something for yourself um, that makes you like reboot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because lows are part of the process and then um, have grace with yourself when you, like you said earlier, when you need the low Mm -hmm. and you need to skip whatever the discipline is. And then one other important thing, I've noticed this doing, you know, assisting people with psychotherapy is like you, you, how do I say this? So you can't be completely all or nothing. Like you can't, I often tell a woman that I see, um, like she'll show journals and she does crystals and she does Reiki and she does gratitude lists and she watches her favorite TV shows. Okay. So those are her coping skills. And I'm like, so how are things going? And she hasn't done any of them. Things are not, I'm like, well, you can't throw everything out. So, so you're going to have a low, but like you said, just do something. And it doesn't have to be lofty. Let's say you usually work out 60 minutes. Maybe you go for 10 or you walk outside. You don't go to the gym, but you like don't throw it all away. Exactly. Mod, I, or I guess regulate it, adapt it. Yeah. I was going to say for me, I love essential oils for that. Because mm. even if I feel, okay, I can't move. Like I don't have the dis- like I the discipline, the practice of that discipline right now, I'm just too low. It won't serve. But I still need to be reminded and I need to be uplifted. There's so oh, many different that. blends of yeah. like, and then you can put that on and be like, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to see myself doing this workout, mm-hmm. even though I'm not physically doing it. And reset. And that's even a discipline. And that makes me think of I used to do. I don't. It's funny how pa- habits change, but I did essential oils and a crystal every morning. I would like put, I would pick which, which crystal I needed in my pocket. And it was just an awareness. And even that's a discipline practice because mm-hmm. it's me remembering I have to do it, holding the crystal, like setting an intention, putting it in my pocket. And then as you throughout the day, my, I would touch the crystal at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I think that's a good thing to remind people. It doesn't have to always be. And that's what we say by having tools. If you say, okay, I'm going to greet the low. I'm going to say, hi, I was expecting you. I know that you're part of my journey. Be honest with yourself and say, okay, do I need to practice discipline and kick my own booty and get myself out the door into yoga class? Or really do I need to rest and maybe have like an alternative? Maybe I do an oil or maybe I do a bath or something that's going to make me feel still engaged because sometimes the worst thing that we can do is just check out detach right you have to engage in in present momentness something Something. that's what you said if you have five coping mechanism and you take them all and throw them all the window then it's just a pain to bring them back in and i say shake my finger at her and i'm like (laughs) i'm like you need to do at least journaling next week by next week yeah. And she gets back on track every time. But it's fine. Now she hasn't done it. I've seen her for about two years. And she hasn't done it. You oh. know, now she keeps at least one toll flowing. 
Because okay. you have to. Yeah. It's a, you know, the, it's, it helps to keep you buoyant, I yeah. guess, right? Like, in the waters of life. Like, you know, I I didn't take yoga Monday because of the snow day. Um, but I always try to take it at least twice a week. But I don't throw everything out. I still meditate this week. I still didn't move my body one day because we had that snow day. That's okay. That's okay. You know, yeah. I did other things. It's fine. So you just can't throw it all away. No. That's great. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that's where we end. What do you say? Yeah, I think that's really great. I think it gives them kind of an intro to self-discipline, what it is, where it comes from, and then determining what you want to, you know, commit to. Reminding to start small and have both compassion and a stern hand. As yeah. you, you know, both. Carry them both as you create a plan of, or a plan of action. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, this was episode number 10. Oh, my God. 10. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. Wow. We're in the double digits. I know. Teenagers. Tens, tens, tens across the board, right? <laughs> we are so thankful for you guys for tuning in mm. and just kind of taking the time out of your day to listen to us chit-chat and supporting. We will be taking a little break, a mid-season one break. Hiatus. So a little hiatus, just mm. so you can miss us. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You miss what you can't have. Right? Uh-huh. So we will be, let me check the calendar. We will be off on the 20th, which is next Thursday. Day when you listen to this, and we will be back on the 27th. Perfect. So, yeah, that will give you some time to catch up on old episodes if you've missed them and to um, send us some DMs, let us know uh, what you think, what you'd like to hear. We're excited to bring some guests in the month of <gasps> yes. February. So, things to look forward to. And yeah, happy January, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.